2020. There are some new concerns about hackers in the wake of news that they've made more intrusions into organizations across the U.S. and Europe recently. Experts say it may only be a matter of time before those break-in tools that Microsoft claims were used by a group of Chinese hackers are cloned by other cyber criminals, causing potential issues for the tech giant's widely used exchange email and calendaring software. Hollywood studio executives aren't alone in celebrating the reopening of movie theaters in New York City this weekend. Actor Liam Neeson, who has received his his first vaccination shot will personally thank moviegoers for turning out before his latest action pick place tonight at an Upper West Side multiplex. A new poll from the National Research Group showed moviegoer confidence growing to its highest level since the pandemic hit the U.S. about a year ago. That's your money now. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-469-7272. That's 800-469-7272. 800-469-7272. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other... If your RV or trailer is sitting in storage or out in the rain this winter, let Guarantee pay you cash for your rig. Cash for Campers means no more storage and no more worries. My name is Bo and I live in Cottage Grove. Cash for Campers put over $10,000 in my pocket. We were waiting until summer to sell our trailer, but Guarantee gave us cash right now. Guarantee will give you $500 if we can't beat any Oregon dealer's written offer on your late model RV in good condition. My name is Jessica and I live in Springfield. Thanks to Guarantee, we no longer have a monthly storage bill and we have more than enough money to remodel our kitchen. Trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, they all qualify for Cash for Campers. I'm Paul. Uh, We've been stuck at home for about nine months now. Guarantee made it really easy for us. No hassles. They came and picked up our fifth wheel at our house and delivered our check. Text RV for me to 55678 for special offers or visit Guarantee.com. That's RV, the number four, me to 55678. Guarantee RV is here to help you put cash in your pocket. I'm Dennis Silvers, a golf guru with another golf minute to help you find that elusive slot. Everyone who plays golf has heard the phrase dropping the club into the slot. We know that we're supposed to do it, but how? Here's the answer. You can't find the slot if you prematurely release or cast your club from the top. So practice this. Take your driver and swing to the top of your swing with just your right arm. Then take a small plastic bottle and hold it against the right side of your torso. Then bring your club down to impact. If you squash the bottle before you unhinge your wrist, you delay your release until the moment when it creates the perfect blend of power and accuracy. If you did not squash the bottle, you then allowed your club head to outrace your hands to the ball, which is a huge power leak and will cost you both distance and miss fairways. So remember, to find the slot for solid drives, keep your right arm tucked against your side. For the Golf Minute, I'm Dennis Silvers. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. 
if your current rate is over 4%. With today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, placing fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, NLS, consumer access, number 330. It's with joy that the student-athletes are returning to the fields and courts. But it doesn't feel quite the same. Where have the people gone? Seems like there's no one hanging on. Cut out, cut out, cut out, cut out. What is this cut out talk? In 2020-21, the people may be cutouts, but there are still games and there are still tailgate shows. They're still broadcast. And through it all, there is still the Joe Beaver Show a place to gather at proper distances to talk about it all, to talk about what we do have. And it looks like we're ready to give it one more try. So, such as it is, we're ready to give it one more try with John and Mike and the Joe Beaver Show on 1240 Joe Radio. Yeah, there I'm sure you go. you're right. Good morning, everybody. On a rainy Friday, it's strange to come back in. Somebody just said to me down the street in gathering up a newspaper and a cup of Jamo yeah. that uh, she said, have a nice weekend. And I went, yeah, every day is pretty much the same <laughs> anyway, but it is Friday because taking two days off for the Joe Beaver show for great purposes, glorious purposes, which we'll be celebrating today on the Joe Beaver show. It just sounded odd. Have a great weekend. Oh, yeah, I guess it is the weekend, but mm -hmm. it's been Groundhog Week, Groundhog Day for the last 51 weeks, it feels. So I thanked her, though. And I, I know she meant it, you know, in, it gen, genuinely. Sure. Have a great weekend. It's a Friday. But for us being off the last two days, it has more of a Monday feel. So it took me a little bit aback to hear her say it. Except we, have, we haven't really been off for two days, just no, off of this show. No, I, I had the basketball game Wednesday. Yesterday yeah. was a quieter day for me for a long time. But watching women's basketball, listening to you, so much stuff, so much good stuff, John. That Lots I don't, to get to. You know, today, coming up right around the corner, in fact, Pac-12 Network Studio and game analyst Matt Muehlbach, as we begin... Kind of a celebration again of what's been going on with Oregon State Athletics. Matt will talk about the Beavers who have wrapped up the fifth seed. They are the fifth seed. They yeah. have a bye. Arizona a State's loss bye. last night yep. is what made that happen. I didn't realize it. Uh, Dashiell tweeted it. Mm -hmm. I thought USC had to lose or Oregon yeah. State win. But they've clinched it. Now, Oregon is still trying to win the Pac-12 tournament uh, regular season right. outright. The Beavers want to prevent that. No lack of motivation for both teams going in Sunday at 5 at Gill. But it's just a tremendous achievement for Wayne and the Beavers to have won three straight on the road for their last five. We'll talk to Matt about that. 
You were playing music on your show this morning, Music Friday on News Radio 1340, Clue AM. <laughs> As I was walking into the studio a few minutes ago, Johnny, I was thinking about two phrases. And I don't even know who sings the song. I, all I know is I had going through my head that we're going to have a lot of love today for Oregon State Athletics. It's going to take a lot of love. Na, na, who na, is that? Na, na. I don't know. A lot know. of love. I, I know the song. Okay. I don't remember who it is. But And you know, a whole lot of loving. Hank Hank Jr. had a song. I got a whole lot of loving for well, you. Well, plus that was the Hank Jr. whole lot of love. Um, rocks, someone from the Rock 70s. Okay. Whole lot of love. A oh, whole lot of love. Like effect. I can't we're gonna ha- it's going to take a lot of love. It's gonna, we're going to have a lot of love today. I like the expression for women's hoops with Doc Gress joining us. Yeah, we'll also talk yeah. about high school sports coverage and uh-huh. a story today, an interesting one about prep coverage changing. At 12.30, Great Featherstonhaw from the Oregon State cross-country team running a race at 11 o'clock this morning. We'll talk to her at 12.30 about how it went. So Grace Featheriston Haw. It's a name I've never said until just a moment ago, I've and I still haven't name. said it cleanly. I've seen the name. She will join us. And I've got an open slot at 12.05 that we are waiting to try to fill with, speaking of a lot of love, for... Nicolette Larson. Is it Nicolette Larson? Yeah. Did somebody... Okay. And Zeppelin is the other one. Thank you. We got them covered. <laughs> Thanks so much on the University <laughs> Honda Tax Line. But a lot of love for Oregon State Athletics today, beginning with Men's Hoops next with Matt Mulebach. Doc Gress, Grace Featherstonhaw at 12.30. And at 12.05, I'm trying to fill a slot. I've got a lot of requests out to different former Oregon State women's basketball players. I'm hoping that we can get someone to say, here's what Scott and the staff have brought. Here's what the players have bought in. Here's what they see from their eyes, having been through the program, having been through the practices and the techniques and so on taught, and this amazing resurgence one of the I, I said weeks ago this is the best job scott ruick has ever done i uh, submitted that to Lindsay, who paused and hmm, that's interesting well man, i said it weeks ago because i thought it was then and he just i just think this team coach ruick add to that notion that this is the best job he has done and the way the team has come together it's, it's just a beautiful story so we're going to explore that a little bit today too let's take a break doc we've got baseball to get to and other things as we go but matt muehlbach to talk about the fifth-seeded Oregon State Beaver men's basketball team next on 1240 Joe Radio. Everyone has an Uncle Fester in their life, that person who is nearly impossible to please. Well, take them to Woodstock's Pizza and they'll find exactly what they're looking for. Because Woodstock's Pizza is pizza for all, with over 35 fresh toppings to choose from, six different sauces, four different crust options, including cauliflower and gluten-free. Plus, vegan and dairy-free options, Woodstock's Pizza really is pizza for all. Woodstock's Pizza. They'll even please Uncle Fester on Kings Boulevard in Corvallis. This is Mike Parker for Evenflow Plumbing, your trusted award-winning plumber for the Mid-Valley. Evenflow specializes in complete plumbing and drain cleaning solutions for residential and commercial jobs. They treat your home like it's their home, and their flat rate pricing means no surprises at the end of the job. Evenflow takes pride in doing the job right the first time. Just call 541-738-8853 for all your plumbing needs. When you need a pro, go with the flow. Evenflow Plumbing. Hi, I'm former Oregon State athlete Tim Ewis. 
your Corvallis Edward Jones Financial Advisor. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Oregon State and area high school sports. Call me, Tim Ewis, at 541-758-8245 or stop by my office in the Timber Hill Shopping Complex in Corvallis for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Go Beavs. Hi, this is Dave from Tom Water. WSU Press, yep, that's the Cougs, has just published my latest book, Lewis and Clark Reframed. In Lewis and Clark Reframed, we will examine how the famous American expedition was influenced by the British explorers, James Cook, George Vancouver, and Alexander Mackenzie, all of whom preceded Lewis and Clark to the Pacific Northwest. Order Lewis and Clark Reframed from WSU Press, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookstore. Locally owned and operated for over 30 years, Corvallis Floor Covering would like to thank their many friends and customers for your continued support and looks forward to working with you on your next remodeling project. Stop by and see Wendy, Robin, or Brian and check out their large showroom with a wide variety of carpet, vinyl, laminate, tile, wood floorings, and window coverings from all the popular brands. Corvallis Floor Covering is at the corner of 2nd and Van Buren downtown or log on to CorvallisFloorCovering.com. Shop local, shop Corvallis Floor Covering and go beeves. The Joe Beaver Show continues. Mike Parker with John Warren. As we celebrate Oregon State Athletics today with a number of different guests, and we do so going out of market a little bit because I wanted to get somebody who is a Pac-12 Network's game analyst, studio analyst. He's been a friend to our show for many years. Former Arizona guard Matt Muehlbach joining us from Tucson. And, Matt, we really appreciate you rather short notice to say yes to the request to jump on. But today we're going to have a couple of different guests talking about the Oregon State women's basketball team and their amazing resurgence here of late, beating Oregon twice in five days, playing Stanford tonight in the semifinals of the women's Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. The men's tournament gets started next week there. But I wanted to make sure that it's almost like ancient history now back on Wednesday when the Oregon State men's basketball team went to Salt Lake City and won again, three straight on the road, four out of the last five, with Arizona State losing. Matt, the Beavers are the fifth seed with a bye next week. If somebody would have told you, anyone, that at the beginning of the season, and even after the first couple of weeks, that the Beavers would have a first-round bye, what would your, your thoughts have been about that? Mike, are you there? Yes, we are. Did you lose us a little bit, Matt? I yes. Yeah, some, somehow we lost connection there, but we're back. Okay. All I, right. I was just asking you, Matt, and it was long-winded. But if somebody would have told you before the season started, or even a few weeks into it, that Oregon State would get a first-round bye in Vegas next week, what would your thoughts have been about that possibility? Yeah, I, I, I would have thought it was a little crazy um, for sure, and you know, I, I you know twice. This season, I you know what what they have done has just been amazing, really. You know, to come back after being down, I think they were one in three. You know, to start the conference, and you know they had that uh, that that Arizona game um, where they lost by thirty four. And you know, if you're looking at the rest of the schedule, I mean, you got Arizona State. Who we you know hasn't played great this year, but hasn't has, you know, was pretty healthy at that time. You got SC you, on the, coming up, and Oregon coming up. You're looking at you know at that point you're looking at one and six. Right. Um, 
and and for Wayne to to get his guys to focus and 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 kind of create their identity at that point was really stunning and, and really amazing. And then you know to win those three in a row, um, you know, and kind of get back on track and just you know get get above five hundred. But it wasn't over there. I mean, they still had, they had another point in the season, you know, where they lost four or five, and that was I think in Colorado, and then they had the Arizona road trip, um, and then uh, Colorado again at home. And so you're looking at that again, another daunting, you know, sort of segment of the season. And then somehow they're able to regroup and and just finish out the year, you know, winning three in a row. And now obviously they got the one coming up tomorrow, but. You know, winning these last three, just an incredible job by Wayne Tinkle, his staff, the players buying in and, and believing and, and, you know, being under, you know, being down like that and being able to come back. Just an incredible uh, job by this team. That's that's kind of a big picture, almost look at the intangibles to hang in, keep believing, buy in and get better from the pure basketball part of it, Matt. What are the things that when the Beavers have played well and won these games, beaten good teams, when you watch them, how have they been able to accomplish that just from a pure basketball standpoint? Well, I think the, the buy-in part, as you said, big picture, has been important because that allows them to to just just trust in the game plan that, that Coach Tinkle and, and the coaches put together. You know, I mean, you, you can't. You can't win those games if you don't trust that game plan. I think the game plan has been, you know, look, be, be solid on defense. No one, you know, can play harder than than us if you're, the, you know, if you're selling that to your team. And, and they've done that. They've played as hard and as you know, just tough as anybody that I've seen in the conference. Just bringing it every game. And I think, you know, we've all known about how tough this season has been. And I think if you look across the landscape of not just the Pac-12 but the country, you know these teams have gone through these big peaks and valleys because it's just been hard. You know, you have these weird games that pop up. You got to play a Tuesday night game, a Monday night game out of nowhere that it's not in sequence with what the teams are used to. So being prepared, being you know being mentally tough, um, I've seen them do that, and and I think just just belief, but. You know, really understand they can get the ball down low. They've got some really good bigs. Um, they've got guys that can that can handle it down low. You know, using Ethan Thompson, but not you know, basically making him carry the team. <laughs> and uh, um, and I think they've done a really good job of of that. Um, Lucas has been phenomenal. I think in that turnaround, you know, just being able to be a guy that can score for him and get buckets. And you need guys like that. You got to have bucket getters. And Ethan and, and Lucas from the guard position can do that. Alatiche, obviously, the athleticism and the rebounding. But it's to me, it's just been a team effort. I mean, I just that I keep going back to that: the team effort, playing hard, um, and and that that goes a long way um, in, in in winning games these days. John Warren, along with Mike Parker, Matt, a quick question, kind of a follow up to your mention of Jared Lucas. And Warith, it seems like around the time Warith was getting more of his legs as a transfer and game time and, and really coming on in every aspect, but also Lucas inserted into the starting lineup. And it almost was like, okay, give him some time and he can carry you with, with uh, a, a spurt of offense. There was a time there when he went cold for three or four games and, the, and they weren't as good. And then he starts hitting them again and they're starting to win these last few games. 
Is it too easy to say that it kind of hinged on those two guys getting solidly in and, and, and Jared in the starting lineup? It, it, maybe it is easy, but I think that is the key. I think it's a great point. I, you know, for me, when I watch that team, when I watch Oregon State, it's, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get from Ethan. You know, he's a, he's a four-year senior. He's, he brings it every game. You're kind of going to get his buckets, you know, his play, his experience. But the X factors have been Lucas and Alatiche. Um, Reichel, you know what you're going to get. I, I did a thing in the studio the other day where I had my all-glue team, and I, I picked him as the MVP of the all-glue team. He just, I mean, he's the perfect glue guy. Now, when he makes shots, he's actually, you know, also been an X factor. When he makes buckets, they can beat anybody in the conference um, when he gets you some threes. But, you know, Lucas really has been kind of that that one guy. You know, when, when he is... His offensive rating is the highest on the team, and when he when he really shoots it well, his offensive rating is through the roof. Um, an unbelievable free throw shooter, um, and I just I just go back again to what I'm kind of repeating a little bit, but to go on the road and beat you know Cal and Stanford, um, you know I uh, just those those are tough road games. Stanford had a lot to to play for Saturday last Saturday, and then to go on the road and beat Utah again. I I haven't. Talk to, to these guys, but I don't know if they went back home or went straight to Salt Lake City. But I, I can't even. I just it's it's an unbelievable three game stretch in the last week. Matt Muehlbach joining us. Another guy that has struck me as a bit of an X factor here of late in his game in Utah. Matt <clears throat> scoring at all three levels. I refer to the lefty, lightning quick Gianni Hunt dunking with authority like GP two, hitting threes, layups with each hand. Gianni's got some dimension, too, and he defends. He gets after you on defense. He's been a big key, I think, in the Beavers' victories. Uh, you know, you know, Mike, I saw that dunk, and I couldn't believe it. I didn't know he could dunk. I, I wasn't sure. Now, now, most of these guys, you know, we most college guys can dunk, right? And so I'm, it didn't, like, shock me, but to see it in a game and and see him throw it down like that, was a surprise for sure, and um, I was like, wow, that was impressive. And I had the game here in Tucson um, where Arizona beat um, Oregon State, and I saw, so I, saw, I saw the Beavers you know, in person live, and it's great, to see, it's, it's great when you see that because it's a different dimension just when you see it live versus on TV. And um, I thought he played really well that game. He was terrific in the first half in Tucson, as I recall. And so, yeah, just you know, to get these – contributions from different guys. And I go back to, you know, Coach Tinkle and his ability to kind of give guys a belief system, you know, and believe in them. And, and, and ultimately, look, I mean, there's a lot of definitions of leadership, but, you know, one of the main definitions is getting the most out of people that you're managing, that you're teaching, that you're coaching. And, um, you know, Wayne has gotten, and the rest of that staff, terrific staff, by the way, um, they have gotten the most out of this team and these players because when I when I looked at Gianni, I'm not sure I saw that you know early on in his career, and and to see that right now is is really special. And and um, you know they've gotten the most out of these guys. Undella, you know, guys have come in and just Ramos and just uh, I mean Ramon and mm-hmm. and um, and just what they've done to to really um, you know get the most out of their their talent. I really admire what you said, terrific staff. I give the Wayne, of course, as the leader of it all, a tremendous amount of credit. But the staff, I'm glad you referred to because 
they helped through recruiting put together a roster that helped the Beavers rise by finding proper, unique fits in the portal and through junior college transferring. Matt, right? I mean, you mentioned Andela. Warith Alatiche to me has been a revelation. I remember when Wayne said he's the most athletic player I've ever coached. He's just uh, he's just scratching the surface. He's raw. His own game, his basketball intelligence, the way he's playing, Matt, as this season's gone along, I think I say revelation again because it's felt like that with him. Yeah, it really has. And, and I know, you know, I know he started playing basketball when he was, what, a junior in high school? Yes. So he's, he's really raw, got the incredible length. Um, but I'm with you, you know, and, and, and like you said, putting together a roster that, you know, a guy like Kalu. Mm-hmm. Um, that can come in and, and give them outside shooting, has some size. Andela mentioned De'Aaron Tucker. Um, just, just they, they've got a, they've got some depth, you know. And you don't know how guys are going to react in games, and especially conference games. And so, you, you can't rely on three guys. So you, you got to recruit seven, eight, ten deep. And some guys maybe come along faster than others. And and you don't know always as a coach. Um, I mean, I've seen it with a number of coaches where. You know, you think in you think in October or November, you know, so and so is going to start, and he's one of the best players. And by January, you got another guy that's come out of nowhere. So, I just feel like, I mean, we've just said it on this call. There's five or six guys that, in some respects, have have really stepped up. I wouldn't say come out of nowhere, but you know, have really stepped up and become better players. And again, that staff, you know, Stevie Thompson, who I've known since high school, we've talked about him before. You know, my relationship with him and. And just everybody there, they've just done a great job. But Wayne, as the leader, man, he's he's just killed it this year. He's he's definitely deserving. I don't know if he'll win it because I'm one of one of these old school guys that also believes. You know, you, you look at a team that wins the league, you know, like a like let's say UCLA or USC or even Oregon wins the league. You know, you got to look at a coach that wins the league. But what Wayne has done after losing um, Trace from last year, you know, really the heart and soul of that team and the production and the identity. Um, and and rebuilt this identity in the middle of the season. Really a, a fabulous job, and and is deserving the coach of the year. Matt Muehlbach with us for a few more minutes on the Joe Beaver Show. And Matt, you you mentioned it, we can segue into the final game now of the regular season in the conference. It's a big one Sunday at Gill. The Beavers have sewn up fifth, regardless of the result in that, so they get the bye. But they'll be highly motivated. Oregon certainly will. One would think. I guess it would depend a little bit on what happens going in. But no matter what, in a rivalry game, there's always a lot on the line, and the Beavers won in Eugene. So can the Beavers keep this thing going and beat that team? That team looks awfully dangerous now. When you talk about Coach of the Year candidates, the guy down the road certainly has to be in the conversation. Well, for the last whatever Dean has been there, nine or ten years, he's been the you know the, the, the um, model of consistency at a super high level, not just the you know, middle of the road. He's been amazing. Um you know, it was probably for the last, if you look at the last 12 years, it was sort of a five or six year run there that Sean Miller was kind of really running things. Uh, you know, Dana was, had gotten to Oregon a year or two after and was starting to build it. But really it's been Dana Altman has been, has been the coach at this league. He's just been amazing. And um, you're right. I mean, it's, 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 but I think Oregon State could win the game. Um Absolutely, at home. And again, I know there aren't fans, and so the home court mm-hmm. advantage is not what it what it was a year ago, two years ago. Um, but I but I, I absolutely think players play more comfortable at home. So I think it's going to be a tight game. I mean, I look at it to be a you know 
know, three, four, five point game the whole way through. And, uh, but Oregon is playing incredible basketball right now. They have, you know, they've got a couple guys that to me are, you know, Duarte, I think he's going to be a first round pick. Um, he's, he's risen up the draft boards. I think, um, Omar Ruiz, I compared him to a guy that plays for the Warriors named Eric Pascal, played with Villanova, just an incredible, you know, versatile type player. And, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you mentioned interesting, Mike, that, you know, Oregon didn't have their players in that game, uh, in Eugene when they last played. So they had a, they had a, they had a real thin roster. They have them now, you know, they're all playing well. So I, I, I can't wait. It's, I think it's, you know, two games of the day. You got the two rivalry games, Oregon, Oregon State. And then USC, UCLA, it's going to be an unbelievable Saturday. Yep. Hey, the final thing, the Beavers actually close it out on Sunday. So Oregon's threshold. Oh, Sunday, yeah, Oregon, yeah. But you're right. It is a big way to bring the weekend to a close. And we'll bring our conversation, Matt. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Not be Looking at the Pac-12 tournament the following week and then beyond that, what's your expectation for teams equipped to, to perhaps make a run beyond Vegas next week, in your opinion? Well, I think I think the top four teams in the Pac-12 all have a chance to make a run. I think, you know, the highest ceilings are probably USC and Oregon. I think both those teams, no question in my mind, can get to the second weekend. Um, and I think if you get to the second weekend, you're right there. I mean, you could you could you could shock some people and and, and keep it going. Um, it'll be tough, obviously, when you get to the second weekend. It's pretty high level. Um, I would actually put Colorado and UCLA right there too, Mike. I mean, I, I think all four teams in the top four that are going to get into the NCAA tournament, that doesn't include, you know, a team that might win the conference championship tournament like, like Oregon State or someone else. Um, I think all four of those teams could get to the second weekend. But the thing I like about, like, a UCLA, really high floor. They play hard every time they play. They're really well coached. Mm-hmm. Um, their ceiling's a little lower because they lost to the best player, Chris Smith. But USC, because of Evan Mobley, super high ceiling. Um, you know, Colorado, I like their ceiling, too. I think Tad, Tad Boy, I haven't mentioned his name. He, he's he's in the run. They, they could have four or five coaches <laughs> in this conference this year. There have been some coaches done a dang good job, not just in basketball, but just getting their guys through a really incredibly difficult year. And I know we talk about it all the time. But I just have to repeat it because I don't think people realize it deserves talking about how hard it has been. It's, I saw one of the coaches for the women's team, Utah women's team, they had just lost in the tournament, I think yesterday or the day before. And to see her press conference, you almost like the, 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 just the, the um, fatigue in her comments and her, you know, mm-hmm. she was worn out, worn out from the season. Yeah. And you could tell her team was too. And so, these these coaches that have kept it together, you know, Tinkle and Dana and, and Infield, and they just done an incredible job. Matt, we appreciate your time and perspective as always. Thank you for making yourself available to us. What is your role next week in the tournament? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at uh, Vegas. I'm gonna be kind of a, a really interesting role. I've got a I'm gonna be sort of an analyst on the floor there, but we're not gonna have our studio there. We're gonna have the studio in San Francisco, but I'm gonna be sort of an on the site you know, one man studio guy that'll be reporting back to, uh, reporting back to the studio in San Francisco. So I'll have some stuff that I'm going to do in the game and during the games. And, uh, and then obviously after the game, probably interviewing the coaches and players and then, uh, you know, doing some analysis, you know, of course, in between what happens now, 
because of COVID is they have an hour in between each game. It used to be a half hour. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think they clean all the facilities and so forth. So we have a ton of time in between games to sort of break things down in what just happened and what will happen. And so I'm going to be out there doing that. I'm going to be sort of in my own little bubble. So I've got, they, they've been all over me. I'm not going to be, it's not going to be my usual Vegas, uh, Vegas trip where maybe you stay out a little later and have a couple beverages late night. It's going to be really focused on the games and, and, um, you know, staying as, being as healthy as everybody can. Is play by play going to be on site or virtual? Uh, play by play will be on site. Okay, yeah. So good. I think they'll have, I believe so. I think, yeah, they'll have, uh, Don McClain and, and Roxy and then, uh, Ted Robinson and, uh, and Bill Walton. Matt, thank you. We look forward to all your good stuff uh, next week. And as always, thanks for making time for us, Matt. Good to talk to you. Absolutely, guys. Hey, thanks a lot. Matt Muehlbach, our guest. Let's break and come back. It's going to take a lot of love today for Oregon State Athletics. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of like Nicolette a little better, a little it's milder. a lot of love. That's better. <laughs> we'll, come, we'll come back with Doc Gress, Steve Gress from the Gazette Times on the women's amazing story. His thoughts about that as well as his story about prep coverage that you can read today in the Corvallis Gazette Times. Steve Gress next on 1240 Joe Radio. Trump's Hobbies has been serving the area since 1972 and is a proud supporter of schools, clubs, and groups throughout the Mid Valley. Trump says the area's largest selection of radio controlled cars, boats, airplanes, and helicopters, plus drones, plastic models, model trains, fantasy games, collector cards, and modeling tools, parts, paints, and supplies. Whether you're an experienced modeler or just starting out, Trump's is there to help. Build it, drive it, fly it. Trump's Hobbies in the Timber Hill Shopping Center in Corvallis, bringing enjoyment to life. Your local Qdoba Mexican Eats plays an important role in serving our communities and will continue to provide access to freshly prepared food during this challenging time. While dining rooms are temporarily closed, all of your local Qdoba locations in Salem, Corvallis, Eugene, and throughout Oregon are ready to serve you with their same great flavors, making sure to take all safety precautions out of concern for their dedicated workers and valued customers. For quick and easy takeout ordering, call ahead to your locally owned and operated Qdoba Qdoba Mexican Eats for curbside pickup. You can also use the app or order online at Qdoba.com. Angry Beaver Grill is open for covered and heated outdoor dining as well as dinner-to-go orders Tuesday through Sunday. Get the favorites including Angry Beaver's Reuben and French Dip Sandwiches, Burgers, Tacos, and the Gables Recipe Chicken Bisque Soup and Garlic Croutons. Be sure to try Angry Beaver's Choice Flat Iron Steak or Salmon Dinner, available daily. Angry Beaver Grill open Tuesday through Sunday from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. for covered and heated outdoor dining in the back of the restaurant and for carryout on 4th Street in downtown Corvallis. Angry Beaver, thank you for your support. Hi, this is Dave from Tom Water. WSU Press, yep, that's the Cougs, has just published my latest book, Lewis and Clark Reframed. In Lewis and Clark Reframed, we will examine how the famous American expedition was influenced by the British explorers, James Cook, George Vancouver, and Alexander Mackenzie, all of whom preceded Lewis and Clark to the Pacific Northwest. Order Lewis and Clark Reframed from WSU Press, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookstore. This is Mike Parker for Evenflow Plumbing, your trusted award-winning plumber for the Mid-Valley. Evenflow specializes in complete plumbing and drain cleaning solutions for residential and commercial jobs. They treat your home like it's their home, and their flat rate pricing means no surprises at the end of the job. Evenflow takes pride in doing the job right the first time. Just call 541-738-8853 for all your plumbing needs. When you need a pro, go with the flow. Evenflow Plumbing. If there was ever a time. 
Welcome back to the Joe Beaver Show. Your hosts are John Warren and Mike Parker, the host with the quickest draw in the West, giving the phone number more rapidly than any other. 497-5356, downward dog, 1240 Joe Radio. I bet you that was at least 91, 92 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Good uh, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, everybody. Um, John Warren with Mike Parker. Our thanks to Matt Mielbach joining us from the Pac-12 Networks, Oregon State men. Uh, I almost said the, I almost said Civil War. Uh, the rivalry game coming up on Sunday. And we have uh, women's basketball tonight right here on Joe as we welcome in Steve Grass from the Corvallis Gazette Times. It's been a while, Steve, since I've seen you, but there is so much going on out and about. How's everything going? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of couple of things going on, that's for sure. Just a few. <laughs> I liked your article in the paper today addressing the prepsters and your coverage. It's so weird to think that we're going to have high school football tonight. Now, we actually here have considered taping a game and then playing it back on a Saturday morning, and the only thing that's – there's two things stopping us, and that is manpower and also um, availability because you've got, you know, you've got the uh, – you know, the Blazers, the Beavers, and the Beavers, and, and the Beavers, and basketball, basketball, and baseball. For you guys, and I don't know if I saw it or not, are you are you going to be there or just rely on a coach giving you a synopsis of what happened? Yeah, we're going to cover two games tonight. We'll be at Sprague in Lebanon and at uh, Crescent Valley at South Albany. Um, so we're going to cover games as much as we can. Obviously, there's so much stuff going on. Like you said, it's so strange. We've got high school football on a Friday night and we've got Pac-12 basketball tournaments going on. Yeah. Um, and you know, that we've been going this whole entire season, this culmination. So we've got this beginning and this ending and how do you put all that stuff in? And I mean, I was just typing in the stuff for all of the Oregon state stuff. I was listening to you guys too. I think I put in like seven different shells for things that are coming, mm-hmm. you know, and, and most of that stuff, we're not even going to be able to be able to be out. Like we won't be at Oregon state baseball tonight. So um, we won't be able to get those, the, the football game stories in the print edition because of our deadlines, but we will have those up online and we'll be able to do a better job of, you know, compiling a, a, a coherent and, and complete recap of the game rather than trying to just get something in 20 minutes after a game's over. And, and that's, that's hard to do with, you know, Oregon State stuff, but we're fortunate to be able to sit up, you know, on press row or in the press box and you've got your, you know, laptop there and you've got stats being fed to you and you can write as the game's going along we're keeping our own stats. We're, you know, everything that's going on, we're down on the field. So, um, yeah, there's no place to sit down and, and create a story as it's taking place on the high school level. So it definitely has some, you know, it's some, some struggles there. The value of these games uh, are more important. A lot of people might say, why, why even bother? You know, the, the fall is long gone. Why even bother? Well, there's, there's a lot of reasons why. One, get the kids out. They need to. They need to be doing something and um, for many, many intangible reasons. For another, there are some kids who have opportunity to better themselves for their futures as far as going to college, and they need to play. We talked with Steve Corey or, uh, earlier this uh uh, you know, earlier, uh, I don't know, within the last couple of weeks, and he talked about losing a guy to uh, Utah, I think, to play high school football because of his his um, scholarship or, uh, you know, signing ability, and he didn't want to lose a fall of football. And that's happened over the around the state. Your thoughts on 
you know, there, there really isn't, it doesn't really matter who's going to win, who's good. There won't be any championships or any tournaments, but it's all about just getting out there and playing the game. So is your papers tactic just kind of to report on what happens and that's pretty much it because there isn't going to be a postseason? Well, I mean, we, we want to get out to as much as we can. Our issue right now is we just talked about it. There's so many things. I mean, every Oregon State sport except for crew and football is going on right now. So I, I looked at 11 different sports. You know, we've got all these high schools around the area. We're stretched so thin. We just can't do what we would do in a normal year when things are kind of broken down. And in the fall, we've got mostly, you know, football that we deal with. Um, and, and so we can hit some of the other things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a manpower, you know, issue for us and everything we've got going on. But we definitely want to, you know, get out and chronicle some of the, maybe not necessarily all of the game, you know, um, recap of here's how why this game is important because let's be honest the games are all important because they're actually out there playing but it's not important necessarily who wins and who loses you know as far as who's going to be first in league and who's going to do that i mean obviously the 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 reason you play sports is to win you know you're competitive but um you know it's just an opportunity for kids to finally get out there we've gone on an entire calendar year basically without high school sports in the state which is just you know, unthinkable before, you know, 2020 came around. So we're going to try to get out to as much, you know, maybe not be so concerned about the results of the game, but trying to find some good stories about kids that are, you know, that are out there and what it means to them and, you know, do those types of things. But as far as getting results, yeah, I mean, we're, we're at the, you know, mercy of the coaches or people to, to report those things. And I know it's hard for them. I mean, just thinking about this week, I talked to one coach and, you know, they started a 730 game and it was like close to 10 and they're still trying to figure out how to get people on a bus or how do you get back and all those different things that you've got to go through. So it's just a weird, strange, crazy time. And the fact that kids are out there getting an opportunity to compete against each other is, is a win to me. Steve Gress, sports editor of the Albany Democrat Herald and Corvallis Gazette Times, joining us. I want to turn to women's hoops in just a moment. But one other thing, Steve, that you wrote in your story today in both newspapers, in order to do this and to try to get as much information and and coverage out, you're asking for, you use the phrase, we need assistance from the schools to provide us information to make this happen, not just in football. And you go on to talk about that. And you say, since we're currently working remotely, the best way to do this is to email our general sports account, which is MV, MV for Mid-Valley, Sports at lee.net. And I mentioned that for it's not just schools, I would imagine, Steve, you're hoping to get. If there are some great storylines and angles that parents and people in the community are aware of, you'd like to hear those and maybe follow up, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it is, it's weird. I've spent the better part of the last year staring out this window of my house. Actually, they're building an apartment complex over there. So I've been watching that progress, you know, progress take place. But it's just been strange to not be in the office and not have that instant, you know, pick up the phone and, and talk with people. So, no, I mean, we would love to hear about some, some good stories that are out there. Um, those, we, you know, probably can carve into our, our day a little bit better of, of doing some of those types of things. You know, those human interest stories are always great. And um, so, no, any story ideas, yeah, feel free to pass those along. We'd love to, to take a look at them and see what we could, you know, what we could come up with and do. Steve Grass, Corvallis Gazette Times. All right, now you follow women's bas- basketball closely. Let's transition into that talk. 
we're, 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 did you get someone, Doc? We're, we're going to try and get someone on who can speak to. Well, and Steve can, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Are, I'm reaching out to a lot of former players, Steve, about trying to get, boy, it sounds hollow, John. Something doesn't sound right today. Oh, I don't know Something what it is. Something doesn't sound right. My We don't know what's going on. But anyway, Doc, go ahead with the question. We don't well, have basically, yet, but we're working on Basically, what happened? I mean, they, they weren't playing any defense. Coach Ruick alluded to that way back in the very beginning. I know Talia v- uh, von Olhoffen is was a, a great addition, obviously, 39 points in two games in the tournament. But is that it? Or was there some other things that you think that, that Oregon State did to play the way they're playing now versus the beginning of this season? I mean, Scott Ruick said it. They got a chance to play games. Um, you think about it, they've played 17 games this year. So if you figure there's, what, 12 non-conference games, they're going into game six of the Pac-12 season regularly. You know, they they had to do all this stuff with a brand-new cast of characters. You know, um, I don't think they were anticipating Destiny Slocum leaving, so now how do you find a backup point guard all of a sudden? You know, Aaliyah was going to be the backup, you know, point guard, if you will, to Destiny, and now she's thrust into there, and who's going to do that? And, you know, their wings are, are wings. They're not point guards, and so how do you turn, you know, the wings into backup point guards and all that stuff? And here you've got Ellie Mack coming in. Sure, she's done great things at Bucknell, you know, the, the Patriot League Player of the Year, but how does she come in, and, and how does she feel about fitting into a new program? When did they actually get to start together, all together, and try and put things together? Not in June and July like normal, August. You know, they're doing it, you know, two, three weeks before the season starts. So there was a whole lot of new that they had to try to incorporate. And, you know, I've been told it's not easy to just pick up what they're trying to do. You know, all the plays in the system and everything. So it took a little bit of time. And, and you know, you could see some of that at times where nobody really knew what to do in, like, am I going to defer this to somebody? Like, I'm Ellie Mack. I'm the player of the year in the Patriot League, but I'm new on this team. So I'm going to, like, I'm going to pass the ball maybe instead of take a shot. So I think they all needed to find, you know, kind of their, their position and their role. But they played, what, five, six games before they went on pause for 29 days? Um, so I, I think if they would have been playing through that time, they would have had that opportunity to grow too, and I think they would have gotten to this point. However, the addition of Talia von Olaf and, um, was a game-changer as far as this team getting to that next level of having that backup point guard and, and obviously someone who is not shy about scoring. And it does, it, you know, I mean, she's not taking a bunch of shots that are bad. She's just very confident. She can handle the ball, and she just gives them another dimension, another score on an already really good team. Um, and and they, they're just playing games together now, and they're learning how everybody works on the court. And you know, I asked Aaliyah Goodman yesterday after the game just how much confidence do each of your teammates teammates have in each of your teammates? You know, and it's just, it's just it's incredible how much confidence that they have in them. They trust everybody to make the right pass, to make the right play, and to, and to hit their shots. And when you've got that kind of confidence. It doesn't matter who's out there. You know, you're going to play at a, at a much higher level. Steve Gress joining us on the Joe Bieber Show. Steve, from an editorial standpoint, I don't know who, I assume it's your decision, but the thing that I've noticed of late that's been so, the, the joy that these players are playing with together, they, at the end of the Oregon game in Eugene, you could just see, I mean, Aaliyah was so locked in and intense and concentrating, but when it was clear the Beavers were going to win, the smile breaks forth on her face and the bench is going crazy and the, the celebration was so genuine and real. Today, you selected a photograph 
that I just think sums that all up. It's taken by a John Locher Locker, John Locker Photos Associated Press, and it's the veteran Aaliyah Goodman hugging Talia von Olhoffen. They both have these beautiful smiles on their faces. They haven't known each other that long, but it just strikes me as this is what Oregon State Beaver Women's Hoops is right now. The, what they're doing out of you know the one and five start is just bringing those kinds of smiles to their faces, but I think to Beaver Nation, to Coach Ruick and the staff, it's really been fun to watch. No, for sure it has. And that's something that, you know, you've been around this whole time through and all of Scott's stuff, and you've seen how much family has always been important. I mean, they've got the slogan, slogan we are family, and that's what they try to make it be. And, you know, you, you know, trying to, you know, I know you're trying to get some former players, but I love it. I mean, I have former players that reach out and text me on my birthday and different things like that and, and you know, call up and want to know how Abby's doing and different things. So I think that's just part of what this program prides itself on, and I think that you get in players who buy into that, and that's what they're looking for as well. I mean, Talia is someone who's followed this program since Jamie Wisner played, you know, and, and Jamie really was a big key in getting Talia to, to, you know, attend Oregon State. So I think you've got that understanding of what it means to be a part of this program. And you see it, too. You see players on the bench. Noelle Mann, who doesn't play very much the walk-on, she is just always got a smile on, always cheering, always you know, trying to be as funny as possible. You know, you see those in videos. And Andrea Aquino, who has never played, you just see her excitement on the bench. And Kennedy Brown, who's out this year, with you know, she's rehabbing. You see the joy that they have for their teammates, and they're not even in the game. So I definitely think that this that's one thing that's helped this program. You, you have that close-knit family feel and that everybody's doing this together. And, and I mean, you know, I've, I've written about it. Scott talks about it every game when he's asked about it, but Aliyah Goodman is the glue that just held this team together, and it's so cool to, you know, I've seen her career develop to the point of here's this crazy senior year, and hey, here comes this five-star you know, point guard in that can take some time away from you, the senior, and she's like, bring her in. Let's teach her how to do this. Let's go. And then you see that, that mutual respect, and even Talia you know, tweeted out something, that's my point guard, you know, after that, something with Aaliyah. And so you can just see that, you know, there are no egos, everybody's in this together, and that I think when you win, when you're like that and you genuinely care about each other, that's the joy that you see. They're on an incredible run. I mean, it's got to be super fun to be a part of that, to know when, you know, they had that five-game losing streak. They'd been on pause for 29 days. You know, everybody had written them off, and here they are. I, I think they're securely in the NCAA tournament now. I don't see how losing to Stanford in the semifinals of the Pac-12 tournament would undo anything that they've done over the last 10 games. Um, you know, they, they've got a chance to, to, you know, shock Stanford. I mean, it was a 49-48 game back in Gill a few weeks back, and then they ran out of gas. And, you know, I mean, they are playing their third game in three days, so that might become an issue tonight too. But, you know, they, they've done so much, and, and now here they are. They're in the NCAA tournament. They've got a chance to go to the Pac-12 tournament title game. And, you know, they're going to keep playing into to March, and, and they could make a deep run if they play like they have been. And, Steve, on that note, and I, I, we'll leave the Stanford game alone. We'll just see how it plays out. I agree. We all do that they've done enough regardless of what takes place tonight, although they're going to play to win and could. I mean, just as Matt Muehlbach said a few minutes ago, the Beavers could beat Oregon here Sunday afternoon again. We, there's a sense when you start believing you can and should and have an expectation, a lot of things become possible. But let's take that, the, the, whatever the result is tonight in Vegas, let's take that out for a moment. 
Talk about this team this year as it's constituted. You think they could get to the? They are going to get to the tournament, make a run perhaps. But the long-term future now, Steve Nick, they've done this as you said without Kennedy Brown. They've got some big-time talent coming in. It looks like Scott. You know, the one in five had people. What's going on? Well, it looks like his plan and the recruiting and all of that. This team's upward path looks very bright does it not for the tournament this year and beyond yeah you know in the tournament thing it's always hard i say this every year i will tell you how i think the team will do when i see what the bracket looks like because it's all about matchups you could go up against a team that is really good but you match up well with them and then you could go up with another team it's like when they played baylor when i saw baylor in the bracket in 2016 i was like um yeah, that's, they, they got a chance. I like their matchup, you know, just the, of everything that's there. And, and I thought, you know, and they had Baylor again a couple of years later, you know, and they, they stunned them to get to the Elite Eight. You know, it's just some matchups. And then sometimes I'm like, ooh, got to run into Louisville again. Well, they've got so much athleticism here. So it'll just depend on, you know, what their bracket looks like and, and to, before I can kind of say, like, hey, they got this much of a run in them. But, you know, as I wrote earlier, I don't think any team really would want to would want to see Oregon State in their bracket and potential of having to go up against them just because of the way they're playing and the confidence that they have. But, you know, to the other point, yeah, I mean, the future is tremendously bright. Um, beginning this year, too, when you it's a throwaway year and having Talia come in like she has, she's gained, and she's shown already she can play at this level, how intelligent she is, and she gets four more years of that. Sasha Goforth, who's played this whole year, she gets four more years. You know, you're looking at that. And so... You know, imagine Taylor Jones for three more years if she sticks around. And then, like you said, having Kennedy Brown back. I mean, if Kennedy Brown were playing earlier in this year, I don't think they would have lost five games, mm-hmm. you know, like that. They, they may have lost a few, um, but she's going to add so much. And Greta Kamschroeder coming in. And, and, hey, what if Aaliyah Goodman decides, I want to be a part of this again because I'm having so much fun, and she comes back? Mm-hmm. Ellie Mack, I mean, oh, my gosh. I don't know, like, how you play all those players, but I don't think that Scott would mind having that problem and trying to figure that out. And, and I mean, that's a team that I think, you know, with the experience this year could do a lot of damage next season. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you had heard of the seniors who may have made a decision or not. That's the answer there. But last thing, Stanford, they're playing about as good as anybody and can win the entire national championship. So it's going to be a huge challenge tonight. Yeah, they're pretty darn good. They're deep. I mean, they're talented. Um, talk about, like, some battles over the next few years between Stanford and Oregon State. I mean, there's others, too, but I'm just because they're playing each other today. I mean, that's going to be there can be some good battles in there. And, you know, it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens. But, I, I mean, I, I looked at Stanford at the beginning of this year, and I thought, man, they can compete for a national championship. Um, and the job that Tara has done with that team, I mean, I know they've got talent, but when you're away from home for, what, two months that they couldn't be home? You know, they're living on the road and they haven't played that well. I mean, I know they, they lost a head-scratcher at Colorado, but, I mean, that's going to happen when you're doing something like that. And, and losing to UCLA is no, you know, no shame in that. But the way they bounced back, I mean, well, they won by 39 last night against, you know, USC. Um, yeah, I think Tara says, we want this tournament. We smell blood. We're going after it. So I, it's going to be a tough one tonight. It'll be fun to watch, and I can't wait to see that battle and the battles that come in the years. Yep. years ahead between these two programs. Steve, thank you for making time for us. We appreciate the work you and the staff at the uh, Democrat Herald and GT do. Great work through all of these times, the Zoom calls that never end, and the outstanding coverage. 
keep it going, uh, Steve, and thanks for taking time for us. Uh, thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Thanks to both you guys for keep having me on. I enjoy it. Thanks, Steve. Steve Grass, our guest. Something happened. You just, a little tweak of a knob. And you took that little Bob Eager, Michigan play-by-play. You took that little eeky There's a, a whole lot of buttons and knobs by my knee, mm-hmm. and I just thought, I'm going to try this one. That one, uh, the, whatever you did, you took that little <laughs> eeky-beaky, and he came around, and it sounds great. Bob Eager, unbelievable. Nobody's ever heard of him except Bob DeCarolis. <laughs> but anyway, we, he was great, though, and he took that little eeky-beaky, and bless his heart, ran around the edge and scored michigan wins anyway let's break for the hour we got a lot we got an hour to go on 1240 joe radio for auto glass solutions better call the glass man call 541-760-2277 call the glass man hi this is jake the glass man come see me at my new location at 3335 ferry street southwest in albany or give me a call for auto glass solutions better call Glass Man. Call 541-760-2277. Call the Glass Man. Hey, Beaver Nation. This is Mike Parker. I want to talk about my experience at the Barbers in Corvallis. Rachel at the Barbers has been cutting what hair I have for many years. Not only do I get a great haircut, but also a hot leather neck shave, a shampoo and scalp massage, a soothing neck and shoulder massage, free popcorn and soda, a TV at every station to watch all the games. Discover for yourself why over 2,000 guys a month go to the Barbers. Check them out on 9th Street in Corvallis, the Barbers, where I go and guys go for great cuts. Unified Insurance Group is your local independent insurance agency in Corvallis. They represent numerous insurance companies and specialize in auto, home, and business insurance. See Mike Eaves, Taylor Starr, and Tom Worth. They'll help find an insurance plan that works best for you. So if you're looking for auto, home, or business insurance, see the Unified Insurance Group. 320 Southwest 3rd Street in downtown Corvallis. They're your hometown team. Always putting you first. Hey, Beaver fans. Over the past several months, we all have come together to help each other in this COVID struggle. But would you know how to help a family member or a coworker in the time of an emergency? Hi, I'm Todd Washington, owner of CPR Works, where we teach people the skills to help someone in the time of an emergency. I am currently holding both virtual and in-person classes for CPR and first aid. For more information or to schedule a class, contact me at CPR-Works.com. Go Beavs! Unified Insurance Group is your local independent insurance agency in Corvallis. They represent numerous insurance companies and specialize in auto, home, and business insurance. See Mike Eaves, Taylor Starr, and Tom Worth. They'll help find an insurance plan that works best for you. So if you're looking for auto, home, or business insurance, see the Unified Insurance Group. 320 Southwest 3rd Street in downtown Corvallis. They're your hometown team. Always putting you first. It's hard to find something for everyone, except at Woodstock's Pizza. Woodstock's Pizza has pizza for all, starting with your choice of four different crust options, including cauliflower and gluten-free. Then choose from six different sauces, including vegan and dairy-free, plus your choice of over 35 fresh toppings. Then choose pickup or delivery. Notice how I keep saying choose and choice? That's because Woodstock's Pizza really is pizza for all. Woodstock's Pizza on Kings Boulevard in Corvallis. I'm actually grateful, even though we would love to have gotten, I reached out to Gabby Hansen, to Katie McWilliams, to Devin Hunter, made contact both with Katie and Devin. Devin will join Ron Callen at halftime tonight. Uh, Devin 
is now a graduate assistant at the University of San Diego. Their season was cut short due to COVID issues. They were having a good year uh, with the Toreros in third place in the West Coast Conference, but their season was cut short due to serious issues with COVID-19. So she's been shut down for a while. She'll join Ron at halftime. She didn't have, they were coming out of quarantine, coming out of a couple of weeks of being completely shut down and isolated. So she won't be able to join us, nor will Katie, nor will Gabby. That gives us a chance to have some open phones, Doc, and talk some baseball. one nothing. Beavers, next. Roll tape, please. Here's the microphone. Is this thing on? This is KEJO Corvallis. Everybody hear me? We're on in five. And QID. 1240 Joe Radio. I'm Jim Chesko with Your Money Now. Trading's been a bit volatile, but for now, stocks are solidly higher. The S&P 500 up 60 points on the day. The Dow Jones Industrials up 470, or 1.5%. The NASDAQ Composite has rebounded 140 points. The House Oversight Committee is asking questions of drug wholesalers about their use of opioid settlement money as tax deductions. Cardinal Health, McKesson, Amerisource Bergen, and Johnson & Johnson have all said they expect to receive around $1 billion each in tax benefits as a result of the settlements. The committee asked for information regarding their use of a tax break in COVID-19 relief legislation that allows companies to carry back losses to prior years when the corporate tax rate was lower. With Americans splurging on various consumer goods, the U.S. trade deficit widened in January by 1.9 percent to a seasonally adjusted $68.2 billion. Imports rose by 1.2 percent, while exports grew 1 percent. That's your money now. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-469-7272. That's 800-469-7272. 800-469-7272. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Your local Qdoba Mexican Eats plays an important role in serving our communities and will continue to provide access to freshly prepared food during this challenging time. While dining rooms are temporarily closed, all of your local Qdoba locations in Salem, Corvallis, Eugene, and throughout Oregon are ready to serve you with their same great flavors, making sure to take all safety precautions out of concern for their dedicated workers and valued customers. For quick and easy takeout ordering, call ahead to your locally owned and operated Qdoba Mexican Eats for curbside pickup. You can also use the app or order online at Qdoba.com. Trump's Hobbies has been serving the area since 1972 and is a proud supporter of schools, clubs, and groups throughout the Mid-Valley. Trump's has the area's largest selection of radio-controlled cars, boats, airplanes, and helicopters, plus drones, plastic models, model trains, fantasy games, collector cards, and modeling tools, parts, paints, and supplies. Whether you're an experienced modeler or just starting out, Trump's is there to help. Build it. Drive it. Fly it. 
Trump's Hobbies in the Timber Hill Shopping Center in Corvallis, bringing enjoyment to life. Hi, I'm Matt Vaskersian with another little-known legend of sports. Gary Player has made thousands of pars over the years, but none have been more memorable as the one he scored at the 1968 World Series of Golf in Akron, Ohio. Player was tied for the lead when he teed off on the par 3 12th hole at the Firestone Country Club, but his 7-iron sliced to the right and headed for a group of spectators who were standing behind the ropes. When Player reached the spot where he thought the ball had landed, there was no ball. Instead, there was a woman with her arms folded across her chest, looking very upset. Player soon discovered the reason. His tee shot had bounced off the ground and lodged in between her arms and her breasts. Player called an official over who allowed the woman to hand the ball to Player, who then placed it at her feet for his second shot. Gary Player proceeded to chip the ball up onto the green and then hold his putt for the most unusual par of his long career. Not before that sliced tee shot wound up as another little-known legend of sports. I'm Matt Vaskersian. Receive a $5 rebate by trading up a non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen temporal scanner purchased at any retailer. Fever is a leading symptom of COVID, and using an accurate thermometer has never been more critical. In published studies, no-touch thermometers miss more fevers than they detect. While the new COVID vaccines are becoming more widely available, it is important to make sure you are protected. Monitor for fever with an accurate thermometer backed by more than 80 published peer-reviewed clinical studies. Details at exergen.com, where accuracy matters. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Well, as the world's blandest man, the idea of insurance made for me is almost riveting. Big fan of beige? Mm, I find other neutrals too unpredictable. That's cool. Liberty Mutual's just here to protect your home with customized insurance. And here we've got my doorstop collection. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. <clears throat> testing, testing, one, two, three, four. In these contentious times... Sir, you've asked a simple-minded question. I will give you an equally simple-minded answer. We invite you to escape for the next couple of hours into the world of The Joe Beaver Show. With your hosts, John Warren and Mike Parker, and occasionally, Doug Blair. All right, men, we're not here to sell lemonade. We're here to practice. No one breaks it down any better. Old Indian game. It's called, uh, put the ball in the hole. Uh, what are these little arrows? Let Joe Beaver be your guide into the bold new world of technology. Uh, radio. That's going to break down a lot of walls. Yes. The door is wide open. Recreation time, gentlemen. So come on in. Be a part of the Joe Beaver Show on the home of the Beavers, 1240 Joe Radio. We head into the second hour on the Joe Beaver Show, and we haven't had a lot of this this week with the Oregon State women's basketball team usurping the airwaves with their participation, its participation in the Pac-12 tournament at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. But we can take a deep breath, let's, exhale then, let's, and have some open phone. Let's play the uh, the numbers game. Uh, March 14th, 3 o'clock. No, it doesn't help me. March 14th, 3 o'clock? Yeah. Uh, 
the the Beavers' first game in Vegas? No. Okay. But I, you're you're in the, the right <clears throat> genre, the right world. NCAA selection show. March fourteenth. Yeah, we just had a question on the uh, on the text line. Oh, okay. March fourteenth. March fourteenth. That's a week from Sunday. The Beavers will have a week to wait and prepare for their destination. Then they will, yeah. um, as long as as well as everybody else in college basketball. Um, I don't know about the women's selection show. I didn't look oh, that wait up. A minute. Oh, okay. So he was asking, I think, about Glennie was asking oh. about the women's <laughs> selection show. So I was a little. Well, confused. I'll have to get back on that because uh, I was just looking up. Just I just googled selection show. So let me okay. grab this real quick. Okay, we have open phones. If there's anything you'd like to jump in with on the Downward Dog on Monroe phone line, 541-497-5356. The University Honda text line is the same number. And we have time to talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. We're going to have Grace Featherstona. Featherstona. That's a new name, struggling and stumbling over it, but she has not. She will join us at 12.30 today. Part of the reason originally to visit with Grace was that she recently qualified for the 5,000 meter at the 2021 Indoor Track and Field Championships in Fayetteville, March 11th through the 13th, the day before that aforementioned 14th. Featherstone qualified after running a 16-minute .93 seconds in the 5,000 at the Iowa State Classic on February 12th, and she becomes just the third Beaver to qualify for the event. She ran in the cross-country championships last hour in Seattle, and she will join us following the race is over. We'll talk to her at 1230 about how she did, how the team did. And we haven't had a chance to visit with an athlete from cross-country yet this year. So we'll be joined and certainly be glad to talk with Grace Featherstona at around 1230 today. In the meantime, open phones for observations. The women's basketball team, how much are you as fans enjoying what's going on? When I talk about the joy that the photograph that Steve Gress, the sports editor, selected for today's edition of the Albany Democrat Herald and the Corvallis Gazette Times, it's perfect. That's the image that captures the feeling for OSU women's basketball here of late on the team. The veteran Aaliyah Goodman arms around freshman Talia von Olhoffen, senior freshman Talia von Olhoffen. And just watching these games, how the Beavers are winning them, what they're doing, how they won eight of their last nine after the one and five start. You haven't been able to go to the games. Maybe your level of interest and participation has, has it diminished at all because of that, because it's an odd year for everybody, coaches, fans, administrators, broadcasters, but fans, people who go to games, are you watching this team with as much rapt appreciation and interest and joy as you would any other year, and that this run by them has been one of the highlights of the 2020-2021 sports season for you? Do you find yourself less interested at all because you haven't been able to go and 
celebrate on the floor after Beaver wins and games at home at Gill. Would love to know how you're sort of receiving this great run and just watching the beautiful basketball they're playing and how they've come together. Love to get some reflections on that from you in this community today about that. On the men's side, really interesting year. And Matt Muehlbach expressed it well about the job Wayne Tinkle has done. When I submit that Scott Ruick maybe has done his best job, I think Coach Tinkle, in a very real sense, has done his. Given again, in both cases, analogous to, to the other. Tough starts. And then the, the change and the turnaround. And right. What, and strategically and bodies and being able to play, all great stuff. By the way, Mar, uh, Monday at 4 o'clock. Monday at 4. The 15th. Yeah. I, I didn't think it would be pushed out longer, but the, the other show is the 14th. Yeah. And that's usually the case, Sunday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. What is this, Selection Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> great question from Kevin O'Neill when it was pronounced that the Beavers were in after they won in the Pac-12 tournament. And another good year for Coach. Coach Tinkle's had a lot of good seasons here. But I think this one may top them all, and it's not over yet. If they they win Sunday, I think that would almost seal it as the best job he's done. If they sweep Oregon, a team that's on a roll, that's a dangerous team right there. It is. Oregon is playing very well. And they'll have to, even though they get the bye, with Arizona opting out of the tournament this year, 11 teams, they'll have to play a four seed Yes, on yeah. Thursday. Yes, they will. So that's not going to be easy. And you say you think it's the loser of the USC-UCLA game? I believe game? so, yes. So open phones here down the stretch. And we said we'd talk baseball, and we will. We'll get to Paul here in a moment. The Beaver baseball team wins again, and they do so with dramatics late. They do so again with tremendous pitching. They're 8-1. and one. They've won eight straight. If you'd like to talk about what you've seen and heard and observed about any of these teams, players, coaches, athletes, feel free to jump in. Open phones, 497-5356. Let's go to Paul to get started this afternoon. Good afternoon, Paul. Welcome to the Joe Beaver Show. Hey, Mike and John. Good to talk to you. Hey, uh, I think this year in baseball reminds me of former years before when the Beaver started out like this, it almost feels just exactly the same. It may feel like it. I will say there's a, for me, the di- the difference, even though the way they're winning in that 17 team in particular, they were never out of games and they found ways to win. That was still a more potent loaded lineup offensively. And that's therein is a difference, Paul, the pitching here, maybe just top to bottom as good as some of those teams, but the lineup still needs a little more punch and potency to be compared to those teams, in my view. Well, (laughs) uh, that just comes down to one name, Adley Rushman, man. You just can't replace him. No, but it's more than one. I mean, up and down that lineup with Nick Madrigal and Caden Grenier and Trevor Larnick. Yeah. I mean, I, there are guys who have a chance to grow into roles like that, Paul, so I'm not completely disagreeing Although, with you. I agree, though, that the this will to win, and yes. in other words, playing through all 27 outs, yep. it's exactly like that team. They, they're never out of it, it seems. Yeah, and it's also uh, a different guy comes up every time to be the hero of the game, so it, it kind of feels the same that yeah. way, too. Yep. No, that's a good observation. And getting back to, to, to basketball now, 
I just thought about how parallel both the women's and the men's teams are. If you sit back and you look at the big picture, it's like both of them are, are you know, struggled at the start. Mm-hmm. They got all these new players, you know, new new parts to put together. And then they came together, and they just are winning fantastically. Yes. It's been a fun stretch in hoops, 12 out of the last 14. You know, the teams combined. It's amazing. 12 out of the last 14. It's been fun to, to call, to watch, to observe, to participate in. And I'm just hoping, and that's the question I'm asking, are fans enjoying this run, particularly for the women in the tournament, now the Pac-12 tournament, winning eight of nine, beating Oregon twice in five days. Is this as enjoyable as, as you know, any other year when they're on a roll like this? Oh, I think it is. I think it's just exciting to see how, you know, you're exciting for the year that's going on. Right. But when you stop and you think about it, you think about, wow, what are they going to do next year? This is going to be really, really great. Yeah. Well said, Paul. Thanks for getting us started, sir. Good to talk to you. Let's go to Rod next on the Downward Dog Sports Line. Good afternoon, Rod. Hey, Mike and John. Hey, thanks. Thanks for inviting us to call in. I I am fired up about the women's basketball for sure. Uh, I listen live to Ron Ron Callen's call and then I'll record it and watch it again if they win. I watch it again uh, later that night. So uh, I'm as into it as I ever have been. We miss them so much being at Gill as we all do, um, but I it feels real to me. Oddly, it feels more real to me the basketball seasons. Uh, both men and women, then the football. I had a little trouble getting into the football season, particularly early. I don't know why. It just the empty stadium just it didn't feel as exciting mm-hmm. uh, as what the basketball season has been. And if I have a moment, man, I'd just love to give you guys a shout out, um, uh, uh, John and and Big Jim Wilson, the work you're doing on the baseball and. To, to be looking at it from, I don't know, a TV and to make it feel like like you're there and, and Mike, the work you're doing, and Ron Callen, I just, I can't, I can't say enough about the work you guys do to, to give us the enjoyment on the radio end. It just, it's got to be the toughest thing you've ever done, and I really appreciate the work you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it is. You know that well, Doc. Thank you, Rod, for that. Rod, let me ask you, and we appreciate you saying that. <clears throat> If you're as into it as ever, what who are the what are the things about the women's basketball run that have just really impressed you, jumped out at you? Is it is it obvious to say, well, it's Talia, the precocious freshman high school senior sensation, or it, are there some other players and the way they're playing that have kind of captivated your attention? Well, certainly the impact Talia has made has been that's the story. Uh, I, I saw on Twitter someone compared her to Larry Bird, which is pretty pretty high praise. <laughs> yes. But when I got thinking about it, she has a mind that that time when she bounced the ball off the back of that player missed the layup sadly, but that she just she plays at another level. And the idea that she should be in high school mm-hmm. and doing what she's doing and no no practice, no no preseason, it, it's it's the story of the Pac-12 if they hadn't lost those games early. But in a way, maybe it speaks even more so that the impact she's had. Uh, she's amazing. But Sasha Goforth and 
Savannah Samuel, really excited to see them uh, develop in the upcoming years. I mean, you think about how long we're going to have these great players with Greta coming in next year, uh, all going to be freshmen or sophomores, and then Kennedy Brown coming back. I mean, I'm into it, obviously, but, man, it's going to be a great, like, four or five years. I mean, we're talking, no pressure, national title contenders for the Beavers in the coming years. I'm, I'm looking through mm-hmm. orange-colored glasses, I know. No, it's all right. But I can't think of a yeah. better lineup, uh, especially how young they are. If they stay healthy, if Kennedy Brown can come back fully from her ACL, I mean, the sky's the limit for this team. Yeah. Both the bigs and the, the guards are just amazing. And when you mention the bigs, we haven't even – I've been wanting to say this, and I'm glad to finally have a chance to – uh, Yelena Mitrovich, her passing yep. ability out of the post, and even lately what she's been doing, getting the ball deep inside. I mean, there's also yeah. some amazing potential there, too, that she's just beginning, it looks like, to realize at 6'9". But her passing 100%. ability, her passing at Oregon was beautiful. <clears throat> no, absolutely. And and, and it's, a, it's a big, from that, from the top of the key mm-hmm. to pass inside that we haven't had in a long time. I mean, as good, as good as Ruth Hamblin was, and she could pass. She didn't seem to do that or didn't seem to employ that as much back in the day. But she kind of reminds me, and this is crazy, I know, but for longtime Blazer fans, Arvidas yes. Sabonis had yeah. such a way he put the ball on the money all the time, and I see that in Yelena again, early, but she has that same knack. I don't know if it's because they're both, uh, you know, overseas players and they just, they just, the bigs who come from overseas just seem to be able to play that, that top of the key position in a way that you just don't see here. Very true. Rod, great talking to you. Thanks for listening and for the kind words. We're going to take a break, but go bees. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sabonis was off the charts good as I'd a passer. I'd love to have seen, and Bill Walton has said, and many have yeah, said, yeah. as great as he was in the 12 year, 10, 11 years later yeah. when he finally got here. Had we seen him, had he chosen to come over when the Blazers drafted him originally, if you put him with that group, with Clyde and Terry and Jerome. They win multiple. They probably do because we loved – I mean, Kevin Duckworth was a, a, yeah. a good player, did a lot of good things. But if you have Sabonis in the mix with that other with the other players, Sabonis in his prime, they would have won multiple. Yeah, and, and many were saying at the time, and it infuriated me, that he was better than Bird in his prime. And I, I, I was, to me that was just – you cannot say that. Let's take a break. On, and on that note, the comparison, you know, Talia, you know, people comparing her to Larry Bird and her style of play. Any thought on her barbaric yop toward, I believe it was Jazz Shelley, after getting the pass in deep, scoring over, scoring, getting fouled, and one of the few, the Beaver players don't do this generally, but she just kind of gave a shout that even on the Pac-12 network, you had the announcers kind of, oh, almost like, ah, 
Oh, look at almost like you careful. Does, <laughs> Does she have to earn that? Well, not so much that she have to earn it. Could it get you teed up? Construed as trash talking. Well, you saw. Well, I, I heard saw your Gianni call. Hunt yes. when Gianni yes. was called for for saying something after nailing a three. Uh-huh. Said something and got teed up. But did you watch that Beaver Nation and say, no, no, go to Leah, go, go. Man, go woman, go person, go. We love it. She's just she's playing with energy and joy, and it wasn't it wasn't a true taunt as much as yeah kind of right. Or eh, did it make you a little nervous? We break, we come back uh, after a quick P card. You can give us a call back, but we got to get a break in twelve forty. Joe Radio. We set them up. You knock them down. Bowl is now open daily from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., offering limited recreational bowling, lottery games, and food to go. Reservations for bowling are recommended. Call 541-753-6161. That's 753-6161. Highland Bowl, North 9th Street, Corvallis. We set them up. You knock them down. Middleton Heating has been here helping you for over 71 years, 24 hours a day. Middleton can repair, replace, or maintain all types of heating and cooling equipment. Heating unit troubling you? Need repairs or replacement? Give Middleton Heating a call. For new equipment, Middleton offers several financing options and participates in state, federal, and manufacturer incentive programs. Don't forget Middleton's custom sheet metal shop is still taking orders, large or small. You can count on Middleton for all your heating, cooling, and sheet metal needs online at middletonheating.net. If your RV or trailer is sitting in storage or out in the rain this winter, let Guarantee pay you cash for your rig. Cash for campers means no more storage and no more worries. My name is Bo and I live in Cottage Grove. Cash for campers put over $10,000 in my pocket. We were waiting until summer to sell our trailer, but Guarantee gave us cash right now. Guarantee will give you $500 if we can't beat any Oregon dealer's written offer on your late model RV in good condition. My name is Jessica and I live in Springfield. Thanks to Guarantee, we no longer or have a monthly storage bill, and we have more than enough money to remodel our kitchen. Trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, they all qualify for cash for campers. I'm Paul. Uh, We've been stuck at home for about nine months now. Guarantee made it really easy for us. No hassles. They came and picked up our fifth wheel at our house and delivered our check. Text RV for me to 55678 for special offers or visit Guarantee.com. That's RV, the number four, me to 55678. Guarantee RV is here to help you put cash in your pocket. Join the Natty Dresser for First Friday on Friday, March 5th. We'll have in-store specials, Irish-themed refreshments, fiddle music by Erica Nagamato, and a gift with purchase from our Leprechaun's Pot of Gold. We've reset the store for spring, so come in and see all the great new products. Join us for First Friday every month, open from 5 to 7. First Friday, this Friday at the Natty Dresser, purveyors of quality menswear on the corner of 2nd and Broad Alban Street in historic downtown Albany. Dress well, be confident, find success. Hi, this is Dave from Tom Water. WSU Press, yep, that's the Cougs, has just published my latest book, Lewis and Clark Reframed. In Lewis and Clark Reframed, we will examine how the famous American expedition was influenced by the British explorers, James Cook, George Vancouver, and Alexander Mackenzie, 
all of whom preceded Lewis and Clark to the Pacific Northwest. Order Lewis and Clark Reframed from WSU Press, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookstore. And then I'm like, You're in oh, danger. Yeah. Yeah, Man, I'm glad. We that's had, what happened. We had family come over. I was listening to you, and what you have just shared with me, Doc, I'm glad I wasn't listening. I had to, you know, you get family over, and it's, I hope. That I was hope. the crucial point of the ball well, game. Well, I know, but we, you don't get, I mean, maybe if you do, yeah, I am happy for all of you who can do this. Oh, hi. Sorry, I'm listening to the game. Uh, yeah, good to see you, honey. I'll, I'll join you in a few minutes. Off goes the television or radio. Family shows up. Right? I mean, it just does. So, yes, I'd listen to the whole game. I came by to try to get into the game. I'm not properly credentialed. We'll get that worked on. Here's what you do. Hey, really good to see you. Hey, listen, I got to go run upstairs. I'll be right back. <laughs> go on in and, so, and, and miss you. Hey, and there hey, you go. And then go up and listen to the radio. I am glad that I didn't because if you told me, you told, I just said, now what exactly happened in the night? Because I read Jared Denny's story. Yeah. That he pitched through a little traffic, and I didn't know how much traffic in the ninth from Mulholland. He walked the leadoff guy. I would have been so beside myself, I wouldn't have known what to do with that. <laughs> it up didn't one phase nothing. me. Picard will be able to be okay, able to talk so is to this that. Picard yeah. with uh, with Mark with Mark on yeah. deck. Peak. Oh wait a minute. I think I went. Yeah, this is Picard. Yeah, Richard. Picard. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. First on the Talia thing, uh, my understanding is what she yelled was, and one. Okay. She got fouled. <laughs> but yelling it right in the face of the Oregon player, yeah. But then again, I like to see that bit of fire. Yeah. Um, I know it's not it's not normally how our, our uh, women's team plays, but then again, I've seen a few other women on the squad in the past uh get have that edge we need that edge i don't yeah somebody. and richard i don't mind it in fact i'm sure a lot of beaver nation was uh, yelling the same yeah you know i mean i get that i just don't want it to hurt the team in the form of a t when officials are watching that kind of stuff a little more closely these days Oh, I understand that, and she came awfully close to crossing the yeah, line, but right. fortunately the referee was more along the lines of, okay, kids, you got to yep. tone that down, and then Leah Goodman jumped right to her yep. defense, was right there talking to the referee with her, so mm-hmm. uh, she didn't do it again. And uh, and probably won't. Be... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. And probably won't do it again and probably won't do it again she didn't do it again it was late in the game game was pretty much sealed but she probably won't do it again in that it's not the oregon state way but i didn't mind seeing it does that make any sense to you (laughs) oh it makes perfect perfect sense and we're not going to be playing our arch rivals uh you know this is the third time a lot of familiarity and uh and a lot of uh you know the intent uh, uh but i just loved the way she deked him so badly that she was able to run right up the middle of the key with nobody yeah within five feet of her on either side and just make an easy lay in well it wasn't easy or no, under it all wasn't. The pressure but yeah. still she just made it look like a routine play and the ducks didn't know what to do with her 
Um, the baseball game, yeah, the Mulholland putting one guy on really wasn't dealing with a lot of traffic. Now, what Abel did again mm-hmm. was dealing with a lot of traffic, but uh, <laughs> yeah. this squad's will, mm-hmm. this determination and grit, and unwilling, you know, if it's two out in the bottom of the ninth and we're down by four, we're still not. Yeah done the other team knows it too and uh, that kind of reputation uh combined with the deepest bullpen we've got some great starting pitching maybe not quite as great overall as in the past Mm -hmm. but you get into that bullpen and it's just nasty yeah there's there's no team you know we get to other teams bullpens and that's when we tend to win the ball games right you know you get the starter out of there and the bullpen falls apart on us on them yep but our bullpen you yeah it's it's like what what do you do they threw a one hitter yesterday <laughs> and it was uh and and meanwhile this kid is out there pitching his heart out He's got a point eight. You know, he's probably down to a point five ERA yes. now. Yes, he is. Um, and he's got no decision. He's, you know, he he's got no decision, and uh, and he he pitched the best game of his life, possibly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, whether you win one to nothing or twenty to four, it doesn't matter as long as you win in the end. And we just. Uh, we just need yeah. to keep that going. And overall, I just kind of like watching Beaver Sports right now. It's been fun, Richard. It's been a good run. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Jake Mulholland revealed in the pregame show yesterday that the team, the guys, have gotten together and they've dubbed their own staff, their own, and I'm not sure if he the was bullpen. revealing to the bullpen, yeah. as the gauntlet. It's a good name. It's a good name. I think it also might be a motion picture with Eastwood, if I'm thinking of. Anyway, let's go to Mark uh, quickly and before we get to Grace Featherstone, live from uh, just finishing the cross-country championships where the Beavers as a team finished fourth today. Let's go to Mark quickly. Mark, we don't have much time, but fire away. Yep. Hey, uh, you know, all the years coaching, that's one of the things that I wouldn't, was taboo, and, and, but I think it was handled perfectly yesterday. Uh, she's a rookie. They, they, you know, and, and, and when the, I saw the referee talking to her and Aaliyah, and that's what, you know, the referee handled it great. He said, hey, yep. young lady, you know, I'm sure, we, you know, we just don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Aaliyah said that's not the way we do things. And I, you will never see it again. No, you won't. And uh, not, and 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 you, know, you and I disagree on. I don't. I don't buy the trash talking stuff. It's just not my cup of tea. And well, I think that. How do we disagree, Mark? Nation, Mark, the stop. Of yeah. Nation, stop for a second. Anywhere, stop. Are old school enough that Mark, I'm interrupting you when you say yeah. you and I disagree. What I'm saying is, yeah. I don't mind seeing the fire, the passion, the Gary Payton lived off intimidation yeah. of other people. So I don't mind seeing that that it's in her. It can be channeled in a different way. I'm not a trash-talking person. I don't believe much in it. But I'm saying that the fact that it was in there, that that it came out, I like. I don't mind. I don't want it to hurt the team. It's not the way Scott Ruick and the Beavers go about their business. But I don't mind that I know it's part of her DNA, so to speak. 
Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, but I just think it was handled perfectly. Yes, I, I agree. I, that was that was what I was impressed with. Amen to so, that. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Thanks, you know? Mark. Good talking right, to you, sir. Appreciate day. the call. Then why didn't Johnny Hunt get the same thing? Yeah, yeah who knows. Who knows? I mean, and it, we remember we were talking on and on a Monday or whenever it was that perhaps because there's no fans, everything's heard. Everything's heard. Yeah. So if she does the same thing he does, he should have got. But it. if she just yelled and won, I think Gianni might have yelled something a little, oh, a little well. more uh, flavorful. Let's come back with uh, well, there's your Gra- answer, Grace Featherstone, and next on twelve forty Joe Radio for Auto Glass Solutions. Better call the Glass Man. Call five four. Call the Glassman. Hi, this is Jake the Glassman. Come see me at my new location at 3335 Ferry Street Southwest in Albany or give me a call. For Auto Glass Solutions, better call the Glassman. Call 541-760-2277. Call the Glassman. Trump's Hobbies has been serving the area since 1972 and is a proud supporter of schools, clubs, and groups throughout the Mid-Valley. Trump's has the area's largest selection of radio-controlled cars, boats, airplanes, and helicopters, plus drones, plastic models, model trains, fantasy games, collector cards, and modeling tools, parts, paints, and supplies. Whether you're an experienced modeler or just starting out, Trump's is there to help. Build it. Drive it. Fly it. Trump's Hobbies in the Timber Hill Shopping Center in Corvallis, bringing enjoyment to life. If your RV or trailer is sitting in storage or out in the rain this winter, let Guarantee pay you cash for your rig. Cash for campers means no more storage and no more worries. My name is Bo and I live in Cottage Grove. Cash for campers put over $10,000 in my pocket. We were waiting until summer to sell our trailer, but Guarantee gave us cash right now. Guarantee will give you $500 if we can't beat any Oregon dealer's written offer on your late model RV in good condition. My name is Jessica and I live in Springfield. Thanks to Guarantee, we no longer have a monthly storage bill, and we have more than enough money to remodel our kitchen. Trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, they all qualify for cash for campers. I'm Paul. Uh, We have been stuck at home for about nine months now. Guarantee made it really easy for us. No hassles. They came and picked up our fifth wheel at our house and delivered our check. Text RV for me to 55678 for special offers or visit Guarantee.com. That's RV, the number four, me, to 55678. Guarantee RV is here to help you put cash in your pocket. Hi, I'm former Oregon State athlete Tim Ewis, your Corvallis Edward Jones financial advisor. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Oregon State and area high school sports. Call me, Tim Ewis, at 541-758-8245 or stop by my office in the Timber Hill Shopping Complex in Corvallis for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Go Beavs! Middleton Heating has been here helping you for over 71 years, 24 hours a day. Middleton can repair, replace, or maintain all types of heating and cooling equipment. Heating unit troubling you? Need repairs or replacement? Give Middleton Heating a call. For new equipment, Middleton offers several financing options and participates in state, federal, and manufacturer incentive programs. Don't forget Middleton's custom sheet metal shop is still taking orders, large or small. You can count on Middleton for all your heating, cooling, and sheet metal needs online at middletonheating.net. Join the Natty Dresser for First Friday on Friday, March 5th. 
We'll have in-store specials, Irish-themed refreshments, fiddle music by Erica Nagamato, and a gift with purchase from our Leprechaun's Pot of Gold. We've reset the store for spring, so come in and see all the great new products. Join us for First Friday every month, open from 5 to 7. First Friday, this Friday at the Natty Dresser, purveyors of quality menswear on the corner of 2nd and Broad Alban Street in historic downtown Albany. Dress well, be confident, find success. The Pac-12 cross-country championships taking place today in uh, the Seattle area, and congratulations to the Oregon State cross-country team. The Beavers with the best finish in team history, fourth place with 100 points. The previous best was in 2018 with sixth. We're going to visit with one of the runners who also has recently qualified for the 5,000 meter at the 2021 NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships. Kaylee Mitchell was the Beavers' top runner today, finishing seventh, 1939.4. Head coach Louie Quintana will join us before handing the phone over to Grace Featherstone, who we just we look forward to congratulating her on qualifying for the indoor and her run today in the cross-country championships. But let's uh, kind of impromptu, it wasn't expected, but bring Coach Quintana on the Joe Beaver Show. Coach, congratulations. A great day for your program. Tell us a little bit about the pride you feel and what your runners did today in Seattle. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having us on. Sorry if it's a little noisy here. Teams, The men's teams just got finished racing. I'm going to walk around here a little okay. bit. We might have a train run by here. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting venue, a beautiful sort of picturesque spot here on the Sound in uh, Chambers Bay, just outside of Tacoma. But, yeah, it was a pretty historic day for us. Yeah. I mean, tell, thinking, me, tell me about that. Chambers yeah. Bay, I meant Seattle. I, I wasn't quite sure it, it, where exactly Chambers Bay was. I'd never heard of it, quite frankly. So tell us a little bit right. about the historic day, but also the venue and the conditions and so on. Your team finishes fourth. Yeah, I mean, today it's been kind of like every last sort of Tuesday and Friday that we've been working out for the last six weeks just rainy and windy and cold and you know we were it was we're perfectly suited for something like that us and and university of washington certainly and um chambers bay is they've hosted pga um, tournaments out here um so it's it's a beautiful venue just right on the sound so you know one of the things though is it's exposed to the elements which means the wind is kind of whipping through here but you know right when the race started it was like the cross-country gods just kind of said okay we're gonna we're gonna simmer the 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 wind down and (laughs) The rain stopped, so for about 20 minutes, it was actually pretty ideal conditions. Um, I couldn't be more prouder of the women. I mean, we, we finished 100 with 100 points, only 15 points from Washington, which is they're ranked 12th in the country. Um, you know, my first year here three years ago, we were getting in the vans, and we beat nobody at the conference meet in, in Oregon. We were dead last, and here we are only losing to – Washington, Stanford, and Colorado, three perennial teams, and beating Oregon, you know, a team that was something that we've been trying to shoot for for a long time. But, you know, we've arrived, and uh, we're excited. You know, hopefully we get a bid to the national meet here in a couple days. Oh, fantastic. Coach, the results are great. Did the team outdo, though, your expectations? Honestly, you know, I was telling my, my assistant coach, Moran Simon, before the, the meet, we're sitting in the hotel, and he, he said, what would be an ideal day? And I said, a perfect day, 
would be one in the top 10, one in the top 20, and we can finish seven in the top 30. And we had one in the top 10, one in the top 20, and our seventh girl was 31st. We had just the most perfect day we possibly could have had. And we did it with a, a sort of interesting personnel, like other people stepped up. Someone had like an off day. Actually, no one on our team had an off day, to be honest. We just had people like Batia Beard, who was an unheralded, nobody recruited her out of high school type of kid from Portland, uh, finished 19th today. She's never been um, in our scoring five uh, ever in her whole career. This was her last Pac-12 race as a senior, and she was almost all conference. So, you know, we had big people stepping up. Kaylee Mitchell from Salem was seventh. Um, you know, doing it with some Oregon kids, which is, you know, even more special. And I would think Coach Quintana, as special as ever, given all the challenges that all student athletes have had to go through in this amazing, challenging year. So tell me a little bit about that and the work that your athletes have been able to put in, have put in with all the challenges inherent in that to get to this place to have a historic day today. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, you and I talked maybe back in June, you know, with uh, uh, Laura and Mitch, you know, we had uh, yes. the coaches roundtable. And, you know, one of the things we talked about there was the sort of the common theme was uh, of sort of that cathartic moment of just getting out and running. You know, a lot of people were kind of rediscovering as kind of this like second running boom. And it's been really uh, beneficial to my women to have a whole year uninterrupted to just run and get better aerobically. And so our team is so young that we've been able to be very committed and get better, um, which is a hard thing to do because, you know, physically, mentally, there's a lot of things going on in our world. And for them to put their heads down and just get better is just amazing. I mean, it's just an absolute testament to the leadership of this team. You know, Audrey Luckner is our our team captain and Grace Sutherstone, our other team captain. They've rallied the troops this whole year. Um, to get them to this point where they can actually dream about being one of the best cross-country programs in the country. Coach, congratulations on that. It's such good news. Perhaps we'll we'll dive in in a deeper conversation with you in the days to come, particularly after you find out. Are you optimistic about a chance to go to Nationals now? Yes. Um, you know, it. this will be the first time in my coaching career that it's going to be a uh, selected by a committee because usually there's a formula to get into the meet and just know if you're in. And so now we're kind of like holding our breath, kind of like you would for basketball, you know, mm-hmm. like, did we do enough to get into the meet? Um, <laughs> the criteria is based on your conference. And we finished fourth thinking that that's what we need to do to get into the meet. We're ranked 24th in the country. I feel good about it, but I, you know, I just, until I'm, we know when they have the selection show on Sunday morning at 10, until they say Oregon State is in, then I will start booking tickets to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Wow, that's wow. such great news. Congratulations. Now, one of the team captains that you just talked about, that after her great run recently at the Iowa State Classic, I reached out to Seth Goodman asking for a chance mm-hmm. to get Grace on. We were going to do something next week about that, but in light of of her recent accomplishment and what she and the team just did today. We thought, well, if it's possible, let's get Grace on today. So, Louie, thank you for making that happen for us. How important has she been to this team and what she did in, at Iowa State last uh, on February 12th? 
Well, I think what it does is, you know, when you when an athlete on the team puts out a, a national level time, and making the indoor nationals is one of the hardest events to make because they only take the top 16 in the country, and you got to be elite of elite to make that meet. And for her to do that, um, just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the team. You know, they're like, well, I train with Grace every day. I know I can do these things, mm-hmm. and so. I think that it really kind of gave us even more confidence going into a meet, a team event like the Pac-12 Cross Country Championships, with sort of brimming with confidence. And really, she comes to practice every day with just great energy. She is the glue of our team. She's always smiling and happy at practice, and so it's infectious, you know. And then really, I think our team is just kind of, you know, taking a lot of cues from her this year. Congratulations, Louie. Go ahead and hand that phone over to her, and we'll visit a little bit with Grace. We hope to have good news next week, and we'll talk to you about it on the show if uh, if possible. Congratulations, Coach. You bet. I'm going to hand this over okay. to Grace. Okay. Grace Featherstone, a co-captain on the Oregon State cross-country team, which just had its best finish. Grace, congratulations to you and the team finishing fourth, 24th in the country, waiting for good news Sunday on Selection Sunday for the national championships. What's the mood with you and your teammates right now there at on Puget Sound? Thank you so much. Yeah, we're just super excited. We, like, that was our goal to get fourth, and um, we're super happy we could come together as a team and work together to make that happen. So we're just hoping and really excited to hopefully make it to national. So that'd be really exciting for us. Grace, what kind of conditions were you dealing with? I can hear the wind a little bit. Was it a headwind? What uh, what yeah, was the challenge? Yeah, it's a little windy. I, I can hear you, but just barely. <laughs> there's a train going by too. It's pretty windy it was like a little misty when we were starting so we knew like there was going to be half the course that we were just going to want to really tuck in try not to take too much of the wind which i think we did a pretty good job with and then the other part kind of pushed us up the hills which wasn't too bad but yeah definitely not your best like warm weather conditions but it was it was a good day anyhow for you yourself, did you feel good about your performance? Obviously, the numbers and the positioning was great, but um, just how you felt afterward, your body? Yeah, um, I think like our goal going into this race was just to really work together as a pack and um, like get energy off of each other and help that build momentum through. And uh, I'm I personally have more confidence on the track usually, so I was really happy with that plan just to tuck in with my teammates and trust one another. And I felt like um, we were able to execute that pretty well. We had a good – we obviously had Kaylee and Bot who were really up there and doing some great things. And then we had a big club of us right after that really helped to work together and um, just stay together till the end. And it made it a lot more – terrible that way but felt pretty good today overall so you did run in a group all the way to the end you never broke broke free from them sorry can you repeat that so you did run as a group to the end you didn't break free from them um we were like kind of stringing along by the end there was like kaylee was kind of on her own and then bot was ahead of me and then it was me and then probably like a few seconds in between um each of us. I think there was obviously like some other um, teams in between us, but it was we were pretty tight with our finish. I think we had most of our. Um, I think we had our top seven was in the top fifty, so that was pretty consistent there with everybody. 
Grace, congratulations on that team event in Triumph, historic Triumph today. The reason, a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to Seth and asked whether you would be available to talk to us about what happened at the Iowa State Classic on February 12th when you became just the third Beaver ever to qualify for the NCAA Indoor Track and Field Championships. With a, <laughs> Congratulations on that, Grace. I mean, tell us what you were able to do at that event and just your thoughts about being just the third ever at the school to qualify for the national indoors. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was super excited. I think um, for me, uh, track comes a little bit more easily to me. It's definitely my favorite. So I was feeling a little more confident going into that, which was kind of nice going back and forth between cross and indoor. It was just getting the gain some confidence on the track before going back to the cross country course, which is a little bit new to me, sort of. Um, but yeah, going to that 5K, um, coming, I was coming off a cross country race that I actually wasn't super happy with. So I was just trying to like take that off the plate, just kind of have like an average race. And I ended up really surprising myself out there on that um, in Iowa. So it was, it was a really fun race. And it was me and Kaylee and Megan were able to work together and just ended up feeling really good and then found myself in the top pack there and just trying to like race hard till the end and I was kind of surprised about the time to be honest and with that time we knew it was possible that I could make indoors but definitely wasn't a given we were watching all the races leading up to the end of the qualifying period just hoping that I'd squeeze in and super super excited to get to go there and race 5k because I had a lot of fun with it it was I think one of my favorite distances now other than steeplechase. <laughs> well, congratulations. It's such a tremendous accomplishment. As Louie said moments Thank ago, you. it's so difficult to get into that, and you're only the third athlete to do so. 1984, Karina Westover, and then Laura Carlisle. Karina in the high jump, Laura Carlisle uh, in 2012. So it's rare and an amazing accomplishment it's March 11th through the 13th next week. Where does that leave you with respect to the team getting into the cross-country championships? I mean, do you, do you know what what your plan would be on both of those events? Yeah, so um, NCAA indoors will be um, on Thursday in um, uh, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and then um, cross-country nationals will be the following this Sunday, so only like three or four days later, or three days later. Um, so we will likely be staying in Arkansas and then driving over to Oklahoma for the NCAA championship. <laughs> so it'll be a pretty quick turnaround, but I think we're ready for it, and it's a good amount of time to recover. Yeah, I was, so I think it'll be definitely doable that way. I was going to ask you about that, if you can recover from the first one in time for the next one. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I've done quite a few different races, like, in high school, we did a lot of back-to-back races where we do 1,500, 5K, people chase, and they'd be, like, all in the same day. So I think it's definitely something that um, we can do. And a lot of the times um, there are heats and finals anyways for competitions like that um, as you get on. So it'll be good practice getting used to that and kind of just carry those that momentum along going um, between both of those national championships. 
Grace Featherstone are joining us. The Beaver women's cross-country team just finishing fourth in the Pac-12s and putting themselves in a position to go to nationals in Stillwater. Grace going to nationals in indoor in Fayetteville. So what a week coming up for you, Grace. What a year it's been. Coach Quintana a few moments ago said that that all of you on the team committed to, in the cross-country realm anyway, the the long-distance running and with a lot of time off. Did you find in the new world you were in that you did get more runs and longer runs in? What was your plan over these last interesting 51 weeks or so? Yeah, I think, you know, like coming off, um, obviously it was like everything up in the air, um, not really having anything to necessarily prepare for, but it really gave us all a chance to really just find our love for running again and not just for the competition side of it but for just the joy of it because it's like what we like to do for fun and I know it's one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. so it was nice to almost have that time to like reset get those miles in and I could just feel myself like from doing higher mileage just I knew I was hitting a new level of fitness and um, it was exciting now to be able to run races where you can prove the progress that we've been able to make and I think a lot of us on our team were feeling the same thing, and we just have all this momentum built up from not from training hard, but not being able to compete. And we're just really excited to get to come together and show it off. You come to us from New Westminster, BC. When I say us, you know it's all in the family at Oregon State. What drew you? And yeah. New, New Westminster is where exactly in relation to, let's say, Vancouver, which we all know, but where is New Westminster? Yeah, it's pretty close to Vancouver, British Columbia. It's like right in the we say like the lower mainland area. So it's just above um, like Washington, okay. um, like right across, right up above the border, pretty much. It's like a twenty minute, thirty minute drive from Vancouver, which is like more the city, uh, main city area. But it's pretty close. It's all kind of together in that lower mainland area. So it's like a seven, eight hour drive from. Um, Oregon State. So I'm not super far, but I can't really go home that much now because of uh, coronavirus, of course. Well, we're glad you made your way from just across the border to Oregon State. Are you now going to all get on a bus and ride triumphantly home from uh, the Puget Sound area today? What happens now for you and the team after the race is in the books today? Yeah, we're actually just packing up. Um, we will be driving home today, which is kind of nice with it being so close. Usually we're on a plane and it's a mm-hmm. long travel day home, but we just got to drive home for three, four hours. Or yeah. So um, we're all just loading up the van, probably stopping for lunch halfway. And, uh, hey, Grace. Tonight, which is kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well-deserved. Congratulations, Grace, on today. We look forward to seeing what unfolds next week and next weekend. Thanks for taking time for us. A pleasure to meet you and to get to know you. And congratulations to you and the whole team today from all of us here on the Joe Beaver Show and Beaver Nation. Thanks for taking time for us. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you. Have a great rest of your day. We're excited. Yes, you should be. Thank you, Grace. Grace Featherstone, had we had a little more time, I would have wanted to explore the name itself. Yeah, she was in a position where it was hard to hear for her and um, and just the euphoria of the afternoon's results. And so glad that Louie, you know, she he was just going to be the kind of, you know, hand yeah, the phone over. But 
can't Louis do that. Louis needed a historic day for the, yeah. for the cross-country program. That's good news. And that's part of, you know, last week, John, we had a moment where we talked about Visions of Eight and the Magnificent Eight and all the events. I saw Zach Lasseter tweeted something earlier about, I think there's seven teams in action today. Seven different teams in action. It doesn't include the basketball team, which will be men's basketball team, yeah. in action Sunday. So it's just been a – somebody said a call earlier, Paul, Picard, I think they both, but Picard, it's just a good time to be rooting for the Beavs right now. This yeah. has been a good stretch of, of a lot of good stuff. Yes, it has, and it's a lot of material to write down for baseball filler. Yes, because Which there's you've a, got plenty to come tonight, yes. maybe, particularly if if rain. Right now, though, this is very playable. It's oh, not yeah. raining hard enough. Yeah. The the new mound, by the way, looks great. And Mulholland like said he shade. liked it. Right? I'd like the shade to be a little browner like it's supposed to be dirt. But, no, it he uh, he liked it. He said it's got just about a half an inch between the, you know, where the dirt would be because some guys like to dig a divot. Yes. He always he said in that interview he fills the divots up when he comes in. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dirt. got a little bit of a different feel yeah. and, and. But I was preference. curious about it because I was I was sure. thinking well you know pitchers like to push off they have to push off and is there a difference or is it just the rubber flat with the turf and he said no there's about a half or half inch. Take a final break and wrap things up to for today and for the week on twelve forty Joe Radio. Hi, I'm former Oregon State athlete Tim Ewis, your Corvallis Edward Jones financial advisor. Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Oregon State and area high school sports. Call me, Tim Ewis, at 541-758-8245 or stop by my office in the Timber Hill Shopping Complex in Corvallis for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Go Beeves. For auto glass solutions, better call a glass man. Call 541-760-2277. Call the glass man. Hi, this is Jake the Glassman. Come see me at my new location at 3335 Ferry Street Southwest in Albany or give me a call. For auto glass solutions, better call a glass man. Call 541 541- 760-2277. Call the glass man. If your RV or trailer is sitting in storage or out in the rain this winter, let Guarantee pay you cash for your rig. Cash for Campers means no more storage and no more worries. My name is Bo and I live in Cottage Grove. Cash for Campers put over $10,000 in my pocket. We were waiting until summer to sell our trailer, but Guarantee gave us cash right now. Guarantee will give you $500 if we can't beat any Oregon dealer's written offer on your late model RV in good condition. My name is Jessica and I live in Springfield. Thanks to Guarantee, we no longer have a monthly storage bill, and we have more than enough money to remodel our kitchen. Trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, they all qualify for Cash for Campers. I'm Paul. Uh, We have been stuck at home for about nine months now. Guarantee made it really easy for us. No hassles. They came and picked up our fifth wheel at our house and delivered our check. Text RV for me to 55678 for special offers or visit Guarantee.com. That's RV, the number four, me, to 55678. Guarantee RV is here to help you put cash in your pocket. Unified Insurance Group is your local independent insurance agency in Corvallis. They represent numerous insurance companies and specialize in auto, home, and business insurance. 
See Mike Eves, Taylor Starr, and Tom Worth. They'll help find an insurance plan that works best for you. So if you're looking for auto, home, or business insurance, see the Unified Insurance Group. 320 Southwest 3rd Street in downtown Corvallis. They're your hometown team. Always putting you first. It's not well, bad. Yeah. yeah, okay. And by the way, thank you, F. Uh, Jeff, actually. I figure it's hard to remember every letter. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's actually it not. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff t- texted in on the University Honda text line, if, and that's a big if, men's basketball team beats Oregon and wins the first game of the Pac-12 tournament, do they get an invite to the NCAA tournament? I I still think that's a pretty big if, Jeff, as much yeah. as we laud, and rightly so, what Wayne and the men have done, I think they'd have they'd have to win the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, outright. I think so. There, there's a consistent um, um, analysis that four teams will get in, and yeah, I the Beavers so aren't I think close the enough. Beaver shot is to win the tournament, which with a bye, it, it's helpful. You know, it, it, you got to win three in a row. I don't think it's impossible. I mean, I particularly if they beat Oregon Sunday, in terms of what. I mean, Oregon's the best team in the league right now. Right now, the best yeah. Best basketball yeah. in the league right now. They're dangerous. That's good. I think it's going to be a good game. I agree with Matt Muehlbach. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. If the Beavers hang in and play together and do the things they've been doing, mm-hmm. they have a great chance to win that game. And if they do, then they roll into Vegas. And, hey, we've just beaten. Mm-hmm. We be, we've just beaten the best team in the league. We beat USC earlier. All things are possible. And so, you know, I mean, they could get on a run. But one thing that might leave them possibly, I, there's a 16-team NIT, and even though Picard broke it down, somebody did anyway, about, well, who gets into that? It's awfully hard to get into it. But a couple of more wins between now and the end of the Pac-12 tournament, if they fall short of winning the whole thing, I think they might be in a conversation there. We were in the similar position last year at this yeah, time. Yeah, they were going to actually, I think, be in great position to host yeah. in the NIT a year ago before everything shut down. Today, baseball, you're on the air at 5 for another 535 first Correct. Pitch, and that'll be on 990, our sister station, with Ron at 430. Yes. The pregame show for the Beavers and Stanford in the Pac-12 tournament. Semifinals. And back to Joe with baseball tomorrow. And uh, the man on... Uh, Joe on on uh, at five o'clock on on Sunday. And Curtis, thank you for your text. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, to be honest with you. But we we may dive into that next week. Thanks to all of you for joining us. Go Beavs this weekend with a lot of good Ted, stuff. Please. Here's the microphone. Is this thing on? This is K E J O Corvallis. Everybody hear me? We're on in five. Yeah.